0: Hello there, very good evening to you and welcome to the program, Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Today is 1st of November, 2022. Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening and how's it going? Great, great. Good evening to
1: you, Ponsak. Um, it's been a sunny day in the city and I also trust that you had a smooth one, a smooth day. Um, obviously, we spent half of the day together in the office, so I can understand Um that you had a half the day somewhere and a half in the office, so preoccupied with work that's basically it work, work, and work.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, you have to work. Uh, today we welcome students from is this St. Augustine School in Du? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, this the, the students were here on excursion and we would like to thank the uh teachers, at least uh, you know, anybody who comes on excursion to where you walk, it shows you that you're doing something maybe True. Uh, great. Admirable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so well, what stories have you been following? You remember the visit
1: of Bola Tinubu to Pa Fashoranti, um, which generated a lot of debate concerning some statements of endorsement or yeah. whatnot. Before and you then, continue, yeah. let me
0: call you, I thought, before you continue with that, yesterday, I want to thank... Uh, Oba Yesterday, he told me something very fascinating about you know the episode, the backstory, you know, uh, of that, and it is hundred percent unbiased Yoruba history, t- transmitted orally through thousands of you know uh, years. And uh, well, go ahead. Then I- I'm going to tell you some of all things. Right, that he all right, all
1: right. But me. I'm really keen to really hear whatever it is you had to, you know, get from him. Meanwhile, like I was saying, it's, it's marks of division within the Afghan leadership. But I don't think that's going to really be the case come 2023. I believe that in the end, they would find a way of resolving their differences. Because one thing you can always guarantee with the Yoruba culture is that um, there's so much respect within their rank and file. And that's why you have certain sayings that, you know, the, the Yoruba boy does not go against... The Yoruba youth, for example, here, mm-hmm. does not go against the words of his elders, and then all of that. But it will be interesting, it will be interesting overall, to see how this issue is resolved. Because Papa Jorante is of the opinion that Tinubu should be the candidate, the consensus candidate of the... And for me, there's Abeni absolutely Pera. nothing wrong Adepa, that, yeah. Adepa, Adepanjo, right, is speaking in a different tone. Remember that he had earlier said they were endorsing the candidate of all oh, people. All right, all right, whichever the case may be, and you have the you know coupe, who of course is the spokesman of the PCC of Labour Party, also making a case for the prior endorse- endorsement. So, I do believe that in the end, the voters, regardless of what these elders think, would have the final say. Come twenty twenty three,
0: Yeah, but the summary of uh, our conversation yesterday with uh, Obawa Lagidi. Lakbe like Miro was that I think that that's what I took home. This election in the southwest will either change the political narrative of uh, the southwest. Why? Because H is not on the side of Ashwajipola Ahmed Tinibu. True. And he has built a lot of people, you know, uh, in the southwest. Talk about there's no any prominent politician that at uh, Tinibu, I would say, over the last 20 years. Coming from the southwest and has made impact, you know, nationally that uh, Tinubu hasn't, you know, uh, lifted or Of course, with the exception of you know. OBJ. <laughs> well, OBJ is uh, 1999, and we know what you know happened. Uh, the powers that be pulled him out from prison, and then you know he was awarded. But the southwest at the time wanted Olufade of the SDP, mm-hmm. if you remember, in 1999. Yeah. Uh, but Obasanjo was the one, you know, with the support of northern Nigeria, he won the election. But this election will be last for Ashwaju. So the question is that whether his uh, lieutenant, his soldiers, uh, I mean political soldiers right now, will watch him lose the presidential uh, seat
1: in I, next year's election. I don't, think, I don't think that will happen. Let me just cut your breath short. So you're supporting
0: Tinubu? That's not the case. That's not the case. Probably you I'm have an assured yeah. story to tell.
1: But... Um, You see, what happened in the APC primaries had a lot of lessons for onlookers, especially the neutrals. You could see the way and manner in which the the contestants from the Southwest came as though there was a primary meeting which I suppose was the case. For all of them, to just step off the podium and say i'm stepping down for this man. i think that's, that in itself is a statement, a huge statement. and then if you try to juxtapose this with the um, body language of the 14 is it 14 northern governors of the apc led right, by right, governor Samuel, Samuel back back along. Along. after off the back of that meeting they said they were trained their ways behind the southern candidacy and of course uh, the undertone was that it was southwest Right, that they really meant No, I would like to we can't tell that, that.
0: Yeah, I would like to argue that Lalong wanted his friend wrote him Yeah, but the majority would always have their way. Of course. Uh you know, even to the dismay of some powers that be, you know, in the presidency. Uh and that is why I think Lalong was rewarded uh the DJ of uh, Tinibu campaign, you know, although he missed out on the a vice presidential ticket, because of his inability to garner vote in the northern uh, part of the country, which <laughs> many have contested. Yeah, because no, 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 that is just the reason. Because the Muslim Muslim ticket of the APC is because uh, Ashwajibola Metinibu thinks that he's going to get more vote with the Kashim Shetima. Mathematically, we've always, yeah, we've always <laughs> argued that this is not emotion. True. Uh, if Lalong was a maybe, I would say more smarter politician uh, with his vantage position as the chairman of Northern Governors Forum. I mean, he can. He He, he would have been able to land that position. Of course. And, you know, with the sentiment of a Christian minority from the north, uh, if he had played his card well, he was going to get the blessings of uh, his fellow northern colleagues. But that didn't happen. You know, that didn't happen. It shows that maybe he's traveled to uh, Abuja and he needs to, uh, I would say, re engineer his politicking and solidify his base. Of course. Because (laughs) this is the first time, you know, he's playing national. Uh, politics, unlike, you know, his uh, predecessor, who is a founding member of the uh, People's Democratic Party. I'm talking about Senator uh, Jonah David Jang. Well, uh, what stories again, uh, Gilbert? Yeah, the, on the Ocean State, um, the election petition
1: tribunal, there has accepted that, oh, all the parties have really accepted that there were cases of overvoting, right? But one party had a more dangerous let me use the word dangerous case of overvoting and of course it appears that would we'll be up for something that looks like an upset from ocean state once more. But I felt that this came at a very wrong time considering the events that their delicates have found themselves in this morning. I mean we were speaking about that this afternoon. It's really gone viral and it's tough to see that um, a parent is losing a son or a son who is barely four years, who is barely yes. four years, so that's really pathetic and hoping that he finds the strength to bear that. But overall, I should state, I don't know what's happening with legalities in terms of elections. I um, know you've
0: always, you always, you know, get uh, these naughty issues when it comes to uh, election, you know, <laughs> uh, the technicalities of it, because there's a uh, power play, and each and every one of them wants his ideas, I would say, to uh, benefit society. Well, um, Gilbert, I, I think we should talk about, I was thinking about this contract, you know, re-awarded, you know, a yeah. Long Legacy Project, uh, re-awarded to, uh, by the way, uh, Honorable David Rachel an authority researcher, Search for the company that was mentioned yes, in the yes. uh, press statement to be awarded that contract, and if found he could non- be, Yeah. Uh, even yesterday, you know, a friend of mine was drawing my attention to the fact that he searched on the portal of uh, the um, CAC? It, yeah, but it was absent. Uh, the feedback was, you know, empty. There wasn't <laughs> company any company with that uh, name. So it, it shows that there is something very. Uh, this uh, rewarding of the contract is shrouded in secrecy. See, see. You I'm spend 29 billion naira on finishing everything, and then it's 70% per- uh, completion, of which the Commissioner for Information, Honorable Dan Manjang, said that 70%. And uh, I mean, they said that they are going to do it. And right now, you are rewarding it for 26 billion under 30 weeks, or oh, is it 30 months? I've forgotten. <laughs> Uh, And then, you know, the state government is showing optimism that, you know, they are going to complete the contract, you know. I I wonder what magic, just like the terminus market, if the deal would have, you know, passed through. uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how, under what duration, you know, that project would Would have been completed. So these are Mm. the issues.
1: Yeah, Ponsak, I think this issue again brings to bear the question of integrity that um, the Lalong-led administration has had. How can you do this as such, the, at the twilight of your administration in the state, right? The amount in itself, if the project was, say, 70% completed, why are you awarding, what, what What exactly? Let's factor in all of the inflationary challenges that are before the country here. I don't think it will still get to the amount that is reflected in that. And funny enough, with all the hues and cries that have followed that development, I'm not privy to any statement that that has come from government quotas to say, okay, these are the reasons why these things are happening like this. Okay, these are the reasons why I think people shouldn't be speaking about this re-awarding of the contract. Or even explain their position as against what the contractor has come out, the previous contractor has come out to claim, Mm -hmm. right? So explain. Don't leave people um, in the dark. Don't just allow people to speculate or to even just... This creates a lot of effects that you ordinarily didn't think about. And as an institution of government, they can do better. They have people who should be handling um, matters such as this. They have people who should be responding to questions such as this. And when you keep quiet, it means that you're taking the people for granted. That's the interpretation for me. And that's what it should be for everyone who is, you know, um, who is demanding accountability from government?
0: It's just like if you look at uh, some of the project that uh, the former administration of uh, Jang, you know, the of the Junction to Maruban it cost them nine. Initially, it was nine billion, you know, but because of variation at that point in time, bitumen was very expensive, and then it rose up to eleven billion. But compensation has been paid, you know, on this road. To the well, the first tranche was. $13 billion. By the federal government. Yeah. And do you know why the federal government had to, you know, pay this immediately? Remember when Buhari came, came in, the state yeah, was, yeah. Uh, many states in the country, were, was, they were insolvent. They couldn't even meet salary, basic salary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the president gave them bailout, uh, paris club mm-hmm. reform, lots of money. just uh, intervention to salvage, you know, the ugly situation that they've met on the ground. Well, let's play this insert by Mieti Allah, uh, Kautahori. Uh, they had a press conference in Abuja saying that uh, Governor Samuel Otomo of State should be investigated uh, for profiling them. Wrongfully. When we come back, we have two guests that will help us to understand the statement. Allegedly credited to the governorship candidate of the People's Democratic Party, Barrister Caleb Mutfang, uh, that is not the time of the youths. He made the statement at a function uh, Bureau Youth Molders invited him as Zanko Commercial, and he made uh, that statement. Although BYM has put out a statement to say uh, that was not the true reflection of what transpired. They even said that Uh, If anybody that cares to listen, you know, they have evidence to attend that the statement was signed by Ruang Tangon, the PR of the uh, BYM. When we come back, we have two guests, like I said. The show will continue. Stay here.
2: The meeting condemned the continuous profiling of pastoralists by the significant like governor like of Benway State, His Excellency Samuel Otong, through his satanic and law that he has been using to officially confiscate our livestock don't to Flani people in Nassarawa Benueboda, Taramba border communities using the terrorist group called Livestock Gant. The meeting called for the immediate designation, gazetting, and development of all the 415 grazing reserves across the states of the Federation as the only practical strategic step in addressing the lingering crisis confronting Flani headers in Nigeria. This will include building of dams, solar bubbles, of veterinary clinics, development of dairy milk collection centers. The meeting noted with dismay the recent genocidal massacre of Flani pastoralists in Taraba State. I'm called on the Inspector General of Police to set up a high-powered panel to unmask those responsible for the Dastardly Acts and ensure justice is done to the victims of the family to avoid our people resorting to self-help.
0: glad is still here. The program is Nigeria at Sunset. My name is Ponsat. And I am Gilbert Joseph. We have uh, Mr. Promis Yatu from the Probity tribe. is a support group uh, that believes in the ideals and ideas, just like you said before, of the governorship candidate of the People's Democratic Party, Barrister de kelab Good evening and thank you very much for coming. It's a pleasure to be here again. Good evening, Mr. Ponsak, Mr. Gilbert, and to all of our listeners. Good evening, all. And we have the DG of youths of the Barista Caleb Mutfang Campaign Organization, Mr. Hitler Hastrop fajok Good evening, and thank you very much for coming, sir.
3: Good evening, Ponsak. Good evening, Gilbert. Good evening, uh, listeners out there. Thank
0: but, you. Yeah, maybe I should start with. Uh, I'll start with uh, Mr. Promise Yatu. Then I'll, I'll come to the uh, DG. Um, I mean the case, the court case, just as a way of clarity, I, I don't know if you followed a member of your party, you know, mm-hmm. that is Honorable Musa Agavia that lost out at the Court of Appeal uh, to um, uh, the candidate of the uh, People's Redemption Party. Uh, talk to us there have been a lot of conversation and talk that is going to affect the chances of your party uh, in the 2023 election. How, how correct is that information?
4: okay Uh, once more good evening and um, i think to go straight to the point i will first of all say that i am not a legal practitioner but i think uh, it is common knowledge um, the the newly adopted or the new bill you know the electoral act you know it's very explicit and clear when it comes to elections in this particular season. Uh, Some of the basic things to look out for, I think, uh, is the issue of um, whether it was under which of the electoral act uh, the current uh, primaries was conducted and under which electoral act that of uh, Honorable Musa Aga was conducted. Because I believe uh, the PDP had issued out a statement uh, regarding that uh, scenario it is a very clear uh, attempt by the incoming opposition, as I will always say, to demoralize the PDP yeah, w- base. W- what do
0: you mean by incoming opposition? Because yes, the, the,
4: the APC is soon to be the opposition, God's willing. So it is, oh, okay. it is their path, you okay. know. And uh, because PDP is actually costing the victory, God's willing, so you must have an opposition. And uh, by then, God's willing, the APC will be the opposition, and I believe that uh, PDP will be uh, very, very magnanimous in victory. Now, as I was saying earlier, it is just a clear attempt by the incoming opposition to demoralize the base of the PDP by bringing up such uh, uh, unfounded uh, statements alluding to any uh, law that may affect the candidacy of uh, Barista Kelep and other PDP aspirants on the plateau. Now, uh, on on the issue of Musa Aga, honestly, if I am allowed to give an honest view about it, the fact that I'm not a lawyer, but I think I I, I can. Uh, be tempted to say that it was an erroneous judgment because it is very clear that some of the issues that were brought to bear were issues uh, uh, bordering on pre-election matters. And we know that even in the old electoral act, pre-election matters are issues that are, we, are not within the jurisdiction of a tribunal. It's either a state high court, as in the case of the past Electoral Act, or a federal high court, as in the case of the new Electoral Act. Okay. And you know, uh, on the issue of um, uh, the beavers, whether uh, there was overvoting or not, we all know that based on the, the, the law guiding beavers, the use of beavers, it gives INEC the, 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 the right to cancel an election at the point of coalition in the case of overvoting. Because once the the vote cast does not tally with the vote of accredited uh, dated, uh, data from the beavers, it automatically shows that there is overvoting and they are empowered to cancel the election at that point. So for them to allow the coalition to get to that extent and then now, the 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 the, now the, the, so. the 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 tribunal is saying that there was over voting or what. As a lay person, I would say that it uh, is just another act, you know, by the principalities and powers in dark places. But uh, we, we are firm and we know that Plateau people are well educated and informed on the issues of legalities. And nobody will hoodwink them to believe that okay. uh, such things that hold no water will have any effect on the elections that we are all, uh, we are all hoping to, to to be victorious in.
0: All right. Uh, let's come to what uh, I'm, co- I'm talking to the DJ right now. Ah uh, Barsa Mutfang, when he was addressing Biram youth uh, moulders yes. uh, this is what he said he said your future is in jeopardy quote unquote uh when we decided to pick a deputy from Biram land there were many youths who could have come on board but bringing the youth at this point in time is going to jeopardize the future of some of some of them End of quote and this has been circulating vis-a-vis you know the picture of uh, Dr. Nentao Yilward of the uh, APC I mean, talk to us about this uh, and in relation to what BYM uh, wrote, because it's like the truth right now is difficult to uh, believe what truly transpired.
3: Okay. Um, thank you uh, very much, Bonsak. Uh, once again, good evening, listeners. Uh, the good news there is that uh, actually I was present when the whole incident took place. I okay. was with uh, Barrister Caleb Mutform, and he was being asked a question. As to why he didn't pick a deputy for the deputy, uh, a young person for a deputy governor. The truth of the matter, he was at the position of trying to explain his situation as at the time the deputy governorship issue was at its peak. Now, I know that there was a, 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 a mobilization from the APC camp to actually use that to destabilize the whole process and not allow him land because they know that the person of barrister, Kale Murufang is one who is rational and logical in every decision he takes and whatever he does. So at that point, he was trying to explain, having seen the number of people who were interested in the deputy governorship, you understand that you could see that there was tension at that time. There was desperation in the air, and everybody was feeling he was more competent to handle or take over the ship At that time, also, you could understand that some people have done some uh, political calculation. The thirty one is at the corner, or after the administration of Baris Mutfang. And being a deputy governor is like having, it would, or just having an edge over any other young person that would contest in the future. So the desperation rose to that level that we, I must be there to have that advantage. And there was a very, very unhealthy competition. Now, Mr. Bar- Bar- Muswang, in his wisdom, tried to manage that situation, bringing in Ungo Josefie Pio. Now, rather than have a deputy, who would give you the support base to allow you to run a government smoothly, as against trying to s- create a structure for a future political calculation, and then thereby stem more, troubles for you. You know, at this time, what Kareem needs is a deputy that will allow him to be able to translate the vision, the manifesto, the program he has for Plateau State. So you're
0: saying that he doesn't want any political interruption in his. Uh, and how sure is he that uh, the one that he has uh, picked right now um, will not cause any distraction in executing his ideas?
3: Her antecedent as the former... Local government chairman says so. He was a colleague of us when they were local government chairman. They've worked together. He knows her level of uh, commitment, her level of loyalty to her cause. He knows her level of maturity to issues that concern governance and leadership. I, I know that for whatsoever people will say outside. The EPC, in its sense, in the real sense of what they did uh, during the event, was not because... They don't know that Barisakalem Mutfan has a deputy who is a female now. He's the only gubernatorial candidate who has picked a female to actually bring in this gender sensitivity into the political uh, stage. They are also aware that she is a mother who I know, based on the discussion we've had with Barisakalem Mutfan, that... His government will strictly be run by youth population. And he has also busted in some quarters to say. And okay, yes.
0: was that uh, what he said? And will you? Because right now you're. I, a I want to put it in clear uh, terms. As because the yes, okay. I want
3: to put it in clear terms because we have had these conversations with him before. Pre- okay, okay. And I know he was going to land on that premise. But they know he was going to give a better option to the decision he has already made at the end of the conversation. That was why they interrupted him. They interrupted him, so he will not be able to give this sensible. Who interrupted? Uh, who okay. interrupted him at the BYM? No, not the BYM. Okay, we are uh, uh, privileged to have gone in and have seen some level of mobilization done by some youths who actually were coming from the deputy governorship aspirant, the candidate for deputy governorship, that is uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bodman from the Zion Extraction. They were in. You could see they were so tense at the point you could you could understand that they were trying to communicate amongst themselves to say Sh, whatever Barisakale Musfan says we should just try and either boo or create a distraction and it was a continuous episode there. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. DG, are yeah. you blaming? will you blame the BYM uh, no. not no, coordinating? No. Um, no. No, the BYM,
0: because why I did believe, they allow you know, because this and this is a serious conversation. Why will
3: you allow people
0: that maybe you suspect, are and, are
3: yeah, Bira-Mutes yeah, in yeah. that yeah. context? Okay. so they, oh, they reserve the right to be part of the program, but for the motive they had before coming, that was, I think, the BYM is totally oblivious, it's not aware of the motive, and just it just exhibited itself in the course of the uh event which I, I have already said in a different uh, platform that I got so ashamed being a birum youth at that time, having known that we're well-cultured people who have respect for the elderly, who have respect for for other people's opinion. You know, we, 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 we try to, at, at every point, use this cultural value to be able to stabilize the society. But you can see that this act was alien to us as a as. as, as a, 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 a body, the BYM. It is alien to us. And that was why even the moderator had to mention a name in the course of the program. That you asked the question and you were the one inciting people to boo others. Was that the motive why you asked that uh, question? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you in clear fact, uh, uh, and Gilbert here, the APC knew that bulk of the questions that were coming afterwards would be targeted towards their own candidate, And because... They are genuine questions that they do not have facts to defend. They use that medium to actually uh, disrupt the process, and then it was. So, uh, will you
0: say that uh, the aim of BYAM was, for example, uh, was achieved or? wasn't achieved because if people who are coming and i don't appreciate you saying uh mentioning profiling them yes uh because you know they are just people who had an ulterior motive yes uh to you know to whatever you know ideas that they both uh, governorship candidate will you know will will share with them uh there will you say that the aim of bom has been because i saw a statement by Ron tengon saying that well in as much as they thank but it was unfortunate that it happened because they didn't had the opportunity to listen carefully to ideas.
3: Seventy percent successful to the BYM for actually organizing the program. Thirty percent unsuccessful for the guys who were mobilized to actually disrupt the process. Okay. But in the end, it's seventy percent successful.
1: Okay. Yeah, let me take you up on the bigger picture. Okay. People, especially the youth, are yearning for aspirants to speak up on issues, yes. right? Uh, to be able to, so they can understand whatever it is they have in stock for them and to to, to just understand everything within campaigns and electionary mm-hmm. and all. You now have this situation whereby Barista Caleb Mutfan was speaking yes. and then the disruption arose. Yes. Do you see that going forward... Ahead of the, Because we yet see events such as this. Yes. Would this discourage candidates such as yours from speaking up on issues or turning up on events to be able to bear out their minds? What sort of campaigns do we expect to see on the
3: plateau? Actually, let me be blunt with you, Gilbert. You see, there is an ideology in the APC that I've been battling for so long to, to, to wrap it around my, my head. Everybody who seems sensible, calm, collected, that shifts to the camp of the APC suddenly becomes aggressive over your submission on issues that are factual and basic. Now, I do not know if there be You're saying
1: they're against issue-based campaigns and these conversations.
3: Absolutely. Anybody who makes an attempt to just show their weaknesses, that person turns an enemy, even if it's not a card-carrying member of any party. So they have, over time, allowed this culture and have breeded more of this kind of people within their space. And the PDP has a cool, the coolest and calmest set of guys who would actually just give reasons on the table as to why certain actions need to be taken. Now we are not so sure if the, this set of people now will now be actively involved in most of the engagement that would involve the candidates now coming together. However, the people that moderate such events would have to take control over the whole environment, the situation, and ensure that there are guiding rules to whatever engagements will be carried out okay. in this space.
0: Because of this episode, sorry I'm going to come to you, uh, yes. Mr. Yatu. Yeah. Because of this episode, yes. uh, you are leading youths right now. Yes. But the youths are, are those people who believe in the ideals of first births, the Yes. and of the PDP. Yes. What advice will you tell youths, You know, uh, especially as related to listening to uh, political people who are aspiring for office right now, mm-hmm. and their ideas. Because, uh, based on what you are saying, it's like it hasn't served anybody's interests. Maybe it does serve, you know, the interests of those disruptors. Yes. Uh, but uh, how about people who genuinely, who are undecided, and will say, "Okay, let me come for this program and listen to the ideas of this candidate. Yes. If you know, I, I I fall in love with the ideas, I'm going to vote. And maybe I'm going to campaign for them." What will be your advice to young people, especially uh, those that will be used to disrupt, you know, important dialogue like the one BYM had?
3: Thank you, uh, Pasak. Let me still put it this way. I think at this point in time, salvaging plateau, salvaging Nigeria, lies on the shoulder of young people. We are the ones that are receiving, for, I think at this point, for the bad leadership we have presently, For the bad economic situation we're experiencing today, for everything for every social vices that is against the progress and unity of us as a people, we are young people who are meant to redefine what the future should look like moving forward. And if we are not bringing submissions based on the credibility and facts and how they can be able, we can correlate them to be able to push a, a an agenda. That will best suit us as young people, then we'll remain with this state. And we will still grow over with this state. The only question is we will be asked in the future, with our grey hairs, what was our contribution when the whole system was getting this bad? And what would be the answer? And I can only but employ with this that every young person who is reasonable, who understands what the situation, the real situations we are in, owes himself his younger ones, his family, his children and the generation uh, yet unborn, the the, 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 the opportunity to be positive, to come and contribute, and then be at the best behavior, because we're not encouraging violence in any form. We are saying our own uh, 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 agenda should strictly be what would progress us as young people, Unite us as young people. Guarantee a very secure future for us as young people. That's what we're saying. And violent against ourselves will not even take us there. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah Mr. Aprom is here too. Uh, he earlier left a background, right? Um, While he explained about the fact that Barrister Caleb Mutwangu didn't choose from amongst um, the young people his running mate because of certain factors and all whatnot. You strongly believe in the ideals of Barista Caleb Mutfa. Did that throw Spana into the works for you as a person, as an individual, not necessarily as the group, even though you have the right to speak for the entirety of the probity tribe? Did that make you feel some doubt or have some resentment as to whether or not there would be inclusivity in um, the general appointments that probably, if he gets to office, he may make in his cabinet, to sum
4: it up? Um, you know... The reason why I think a lot of people are having this uh, uh, conversation, I I wouldn't want to say it's a trivial conversation, because uh, we all uh, have the right to air our opinions and share our own emotions. But uh, why I may call it petty is because, uh, just as the UDG mentioned, I was equally there. And I think uh, the voice note has been shared. And for anyone who cares to listen very keenly, I do not see anything so troublesome that will generate such conversation. But, you know, uh, just as he has said again, you know, it is said that those who are guilty are always afraid. They have deployed a mechanism of being on the uh, attack, as always, you know. So the, the, the concept is just to... To, to make sure that there is no logical engagement or issue-based conversations, you know. So at any instance, they get to see or perceive a threat to their own uh, boundaries. What they do is they begin or they, they, they mobilize an agitation that will make it look as if uh, someone's head has been chopped off. Now, what he said was very simple. Just as the DG said, the interest as a then were very massive, you know. First in history, people who had interest to be deputy governors almost uh, printed posters, almost went on rallies, you know. And the only reason that could logically justify such was the idea of transition. And if we're going to go down memory lane, since inception of democracy on the plateau, there has always been conflict between governors and deputies because of issues of transition. Now, because of the Herculean task, I think, that is ahead of him, he has seen that somehow it will will be injurious to the state, not to him, to have a deputy whose focus might be distracted with the issues of succession. You understand? And I think that was why he said it would jeopardize the future of many because he has seen in the youths potentials that will take over from him. And if he allows them now to get entangled by this kind of battles, it may deny the state the opportunity of having such a potential to lead in the future. Now, I believe that it is just a clear logic that our parents will deny us the luxury of 50,000 naira today so that we will be disciplined and well prepared to handle millions in the future. You understand? So for whoever that has misconstrued that statement to mean that the youths are not going to be carried along, I think it is just sheer uh, lack of uh, uh, understanding or assertiveness, you understand? Because in every decision the governor uh, incoming has made, I think he has he has he has ensured that the youths are on board with, and that is why you will see almost first in history in the PDP we are having a youth DG that is actually by definition. A youth, you know. And in every other strata of decision-making within the campaign, you will see that most of the people that are projected in the place of decision-making are the young people because his idea... Is about molding the youth, not bringing them into a place where it would rather be a saturated space for them to, to find themselves. Because, you know, when you come on board as a DBT, the next thing you see is that your community will begin to to, to tempt you with the issue of loyal DBT transition or whatsoever. And, and I can tell you that even in the APC, we are seeing that today. And that is why even in the absence of the governor today... He, you do not even trust his deputy to handle the affairs. It is the SSG or whoever that is handling the
0: affairs of governance.
4: That is to tell you that there, there's a bridge, there's a gap. And this yeah, well, hold on a minute. Are you
0: saying that is the SGS, Professor are told that it's running government? Is that what you're saying? Because in the absence I, I, of the I, government. I, I, yeah, yeah, in the absence of the governor. Yeah, yeah. I
4: think uh, if not for anything, we, we are supposed to go on a march on the street to say that where is our deputy governor? Because he has gone away. Nobody has seen him for the past months, you know. And we all know that our governor only visits once a while. So who is handling the activities of governance we see the SSG meet uh, uh delegations every now and then now on the issue of youth i don't know whether uh, pam bodman is actually a youth because i think he's, he's uh, 49 or 50 mr brother i was going to come
1: to that yeah. and you have someone vis-a-vis um, your candidate saying or even in his campaigns or uh, anchoring his campaigns on the next generation, for example. And then you have yours. I like that you brought the idea of the DG ship and all that. What in sub, in substance do you think the youth should be, you know, having to grapple with at this material point in time? Because you have someone who is saying, okay, yours is next. And then you have another one the on the balance.
4: Yes. Oh, Oh, oh interesting. Well, yes. So you can shed more yes. light on that. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think uh, uh, we have to, first of all, apologize to Honorable Bagos because he's the, the brain behind that uh, generation next. And I don't know if... He was adopted he, from he, he, Bagos, he, you're saying? He, yes, he is, the, he is the brain behind the idea. So I don't know whether they had a, an arrangement or he just out of his uh, benevolence decided to say pick a part of it or it was plagiarised. I don't know, and I will not allege. You understand?
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but how possible could it be that Bagos is PDP
4: while Ntaiwa is APC? Uh, you know, he, you know, the APC have a penchant for adopting things that are not theirs. You know. You, if you, if you see even with the managing of resources and other things, you know, you just mentioned a statement before you opened this conversation that a contract of 29 billion now has been reawarded for 26 billion, and they claim that it was 70% completed. So you see, these are people that have character uh, issues. You understand. So whenever they do certain things, you know, for for us, you know, we feel what they need more at this material time is prayers. I was trying to talk about uh, the issue of Bodman whether being a youth or not. You know, I, I, I don't know. There are conversations that as young people we are supposed to be having. Our future is at stake here. Now, this is somebody who was also part of the debate. And I thought someone would stand up and ask him. You were commissioner of works. Under your ministry, you ran and signed projects accruing to billions the street lighting, the, 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 the market the, demolished uh, for a billion plus, and other stuff. How many youths were part of those contracts? How many plateau youths got developed because of these businesses? Because we know that contracts in government are meant to boost the economy. And if you engage local content, you boost... The, 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 the economic value of your state, the GDP, and you create a value chain that will put food in the families of so many uh, people. So the questions that are supposed to be asked are these. This man has handled positions here and there. How many young people have benefited? There is more to you just being a young person. That is why we on the Property Tribe, we do not emphasize profiling based on age, tribe, or whatsoever. It is strictly on merit because we believe that you would rather have to yourself as a leader, an old responsible person, than have a young person who is just out there. I wouldn't On mention that. You know,
1: Ponsak had asked the DG yeah, a question. I will return to you. Sorry, yeah, Ponsak. Yeah, no How satisfied were you with um, the event overall? Because he had said 70%, and you have pinpointed something really vital um, because you said they failed to question the commissioner for the ex commissioner uh, for works. Uh,
3: actually, yeah, yeah, but that, I think I'll just step in now, promise. I've mentioned clearly that there was this attempt by the APC to actually avoid the PDP extraction or the, the neutral uh, people there uh, from asking these pertinent questions. It was deliberate. The disruption actually was not only that they would have points to to, to, to put out the social media spaces. It was actually so that Nantawi will not be asked this very pertinent question promises putting out on the table. So these are just what we know the a p c four their antics is always in the open before they even start so it's it's not an issue of uh, uh, whether promise uh is is actually satisfied with the uh, or, or he they couldn't get to ask these questions there. We we're not allowed to even ask the questions there. We yeah,
0: yeah, well, uh, our time is far spent, really, mm-hmm. Gilbert. So let's open up the conversation. 08121 we have been having a chat uh, with the DG of the Youth's uh, Campaign of Barrister Caleb Mutfang, uh, gorgeous Fiend of the People's Democratic Party, Mr. Hitler. Astro project and Mr. Promise Yatu of the Probity Tribe. Gilbert we give you social media.
1: On Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Live and on Twitter at JFM
0: Let's take this call. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please.
5: Thank you very much. My name is Edikumara from State PDP back over 5 network coordinates.
3: Okay, that's and a really, I
5: will comment your guests. They have spoken very, very well. I have spoken the mind of the state and the mind of Nigeria in general. And actually, when we look at the leadership of APC from the federal to the state level, is something that they have put Nigeria into. Nigerians are not into their senses. Due to the economical hardship that we have been facing, so Nigeria are not much more focused to know what even to do. So that is the reason why PDP uh, that uh, they have done it before, and we have seen what PDP have done, and we cannot compare the leadership of PDP and APC. It's incomparable. So the mistake that PDP have made in Plateau State, it has been made, and that mistake uh, it has been silver. bad. And that is why they bring the candidate that will carry the people along, which is Khaled Movement. And when we look at the leadership of youth in PDP, I think apart from Khaled Movement and Pure, anything that is under PDP is all about the youth. Because we have been attending meetings, you will see that 80%, 90% are youth. The elders are just 550 to 77%. So just tell you that the PDP are ready for you, and they are ready to, if not for those that have the experience, they cannot. You yeah, cannot okay. just take over a damaged state like Plateau. Thank you. you. A- Hello.
0: I don't know what happened, but uh, thank you very much, Sadiq. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven, or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Ponsak. Thank you for calling, well listening.
6: Thank you very much. Uh good evening the guests in the studio, Hitler and my friend Promise. Good evening. I'm Simon calling from we
0: Well listening, thanks for calling.
6: I want to correct an impression that was uh <laughs> my friend from the uh, Hitler was saying that uh, the, the that booing was coming from around youth. Some few around youth. I think you should put a statement like that because I can assure you that eighty percent of the the uh, youths believe in mud and you will see it on the ground on the day of the elections. I tell you this. I'm not I can't just call using my credit, using my phone that i bought with my money and just tell you lies here on this radio. But I want to assure you that you will see the results you know? See, Pam has not done anything. After all, Pam is not a youth. And people are saying that, uh, how? Is it 30 years, Is see 25 years, someone is 45 years or and above and you're saying it's a youth, how? So what we are saying is that if the APC, uh, like uh, Yatu said, they, have, they are already opposition. Let me tell you, because if you see their approach, they, they are opposition already, not that they will soon be an opposition. They are already an opposition party. And we will confirm it. It's just by February that we will confirm them uh, to be an opposition party on the plateau. And by the grace of God, we are doing bye bye with them. Thank you. Thank you, for you
0: very much. Thank you for calling. Well, after this, uh, that will be enough for the phone calls, and then uh, I will take us through social media. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. I guess we got to that one night. Hello, good evening. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Enjoy the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Th-
7: thank you. For, thank you very much. For second against. Uh, <laughs> Ambassador, am calling for refuge.
3: Well, listen, uh, thanks. For
7: calling. Uh, w- 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 one thing I want you to understand is that APC will not really uh, be able to defend so many things, even the candidates right now, because whether he is good or, or bad, the government that is championing the affairs of the state and the national, the APC, have seriously wounded nigerians the same goes to the other part you see nigerians should reason very seriously and carefully because even callers are wounded also but the truth is that so many people do not want to tell Nigerian truth so the direction to go when you come to the point of voting with the president or the governors the season and the atmosphere has changed. That Nigerians should follow the trend of these changes that is in the atmosphere and enjoy what God wants to do concerning this nation. We need to take back this country to ourselves. Thank you very much, and may God bless you all.
0: Thank you for calling. Well, Giba, take us through Facebook, uh, social media. On Facebook, David
1: Mark Sambo says, I can tell you any politician who doesn't have plans for the Youth Competition election will not have the support of the youths, no matter how highly placed. Divas Bala says, No to imposition, no to God for diarism. Plateau is not a learning ground. And Plateau people cannot afford to take a risk of voting someone who has never been a councillor. The time is now. Godwin Suley writes, Good evening, Jay, on Let's oh, with Ponsak, Fanap and Gilbert. The conversation that makes people talk is about the issue. I did not know if this conversation... um. All right, I can't make out." What you're saying, I can't jump, but thank you. Monday says credibility, character, and competence is the watchword. However, there is need for clarification when statements are misconstrued. Peter Agnes is saying good evening, Ponsac and Gilbert. Let's, uh, okay, it's high time we, the youths, should wake up and do the needful. No room for bribery. Miserable cup of rice, ETC. John Paul Chakop is saying good evening, JFM radio. Come 2023, the youths have decided to go for credible and qualified candidates. Gwalank, Entia, okay. Said Ibrahim says, "Good evening, Ponsak, Joseph, and the guests. I haven't followed any issue concerning PDP candidates. So, for me, I am using this medium to call up the attention of youths. Election is around the corner." Mr. Kerber SkyNet says, "Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. I am commending you all for doing what you know how to do best. I'm always your fan, listening to you via Radio Garden app from a far distance. May God bless you always, my friends. Thank you. Bless you too." Stanley s c says, let's not repeat the same mistake that we made in 2015. Let's shine our eyes and vote wisely. I believe that we know the best man for the job on the plateau. Ephraim Choji says, good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. Seriously speaking, our youth are wiser now, and we are up to our responsibilities and our duties.
0: Um, Ponsak, we can't go on and on. The time yeah. Is just- yeah, of course. Uh, let's allow the guests to give their responses. Please, gentlemen, go ahead and uh, respond.
3: Okay, um, I think quick one here. Uh, let me go with what the first scholar actually said. In the course of my uh, conversation here with you, I think I've I've said, I've mentioned some Zawan youths in okay. specific. And let me also reiterate one fact here, that I am uh, a, a grandchild of Zawan. My mother is from Zawan, so uh, from Viara uh, village. And I know Zawan very well. And I have very good relationship with most of the youths there, who have Especially the younger ones who often look, uh, look up to me as a, a, a leader and a mentor who I know have had engagements over this whole discourse. And I can tell you for a fact that we, like I've mentioned, Biram Youth are a well cultured set of people. And what happened on that day was alien to us. And that was why I, as a person, was so ashamed. But I can tell you that these personalities know themselves. And what we can only say is that there should be a new lift to whatever they hope to achieve in the future. There should be a change in attitude. There should be a change in what they believe in. Because it is very important that you must first have credentials and character before you are even considered for whatever position you would wish to, to, to uh, attain or acquire. So it is basic that we first must develop ourselves in character and then add credentials to it then you will be considered best for the offices. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Yato. Okay.
4: Um, just to add a little and then maybe to correct an impression that has been uh, out there for long, you know, a lot of people, just as one of the callers said, that uh, perhaps the candidate of the incoming opposition is a good candidate and uh, he's just caught up. You know, I want to state here emphatically that there is nothing... Uh, like that in nature. You know, we have raised a concern here before about the driven force and the driving forces. We have raised also a concern about a a, a clean water in a dirty container. You understand? So if uh, anybody feels anyone is being uh, challenged, maybe because of just the platform, then I think that impression needs to be corrected. The candidate of the APC is an APC member. He is part of the atrocities committed by the APC on Nigerians. And any attempt by anyone to divorce such a, a connection, I think I will only say it, it's an act of mischief. So if we are saying today that the APC promised Nigerians change, it was not Buhari who promised Nigerians change. It was the APC. And they said that we should stone them in the event they failed. So if we we, we 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 fought the PDP eight years ago because we bought uh, rice, 8,000, or because we bought fertilizer, 3,000. Now we are bu- buying rice close to 50,000. We are buying fertilizer close to 30-something thousand. Aren't we being more charitable that we are not stoning these people? For somebody to come and tell you that there is a disconnect between the candidate and the party. The party has failed Nigerians. And this candidate we are talking about did not just come to the party just yesterday. He was part of those people that gave birth to the party, and he has never in any way made any public statement to say that he is sorry or they are sorry for doing this or doing that to Nigeria. Right, well, so this. I want to say it in rounding that. We should be more enlightened with conversations. Okay. No matter how the APC tries to intimidate or bully our candidate into silence, I want to tell you that our candidate is a man of God okay he has okay. dealt with demons let
1: alone. Well, thank you thank uh, you promise uh, Mr Yato. thank you for having us
0: yeah first. well uh, uh, Gilbert today there's a final word for you <laughs> fortunately
1: Elon Musk since his official takeover of Twitter has been trying to bring some innovations right uh, users have found really funny you have to pay twenty dollars. Every month for very for the verification of batch, which is equivalent to 15,000 every month, if you must maintain your verification, but and it's generating a lot of conversations on Twitter. Now, quite now, funny.
0: now, now, who we'll no, we'll be influencer? <laughs> yeah, now, we'll go. by the way, this afternoon I was watching uh Joe Rogan, you know, his podcast with Dave Chappelle, <laughs> old podcast, but you know, I, I really loved it. And they were just talking about Elon Musk. Elon Musk is one of my idols, you know. Uh, I just wish that he will publish a book. You know, I think I'll be one of the first persons to uh, purchase that book. The guys. Well, the news will come your way. Top of the hour, six o'clock. Do have a good evening by now. <music>